Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What up, citizens of the Reject Nation? It's time for Scott Pilgrim. We are going to watch episode five and six today. John, you good? I'm so good, G. How are you? Dude. Leave a like on this video, guys. That would be very much appreciated. Also, be sure to subscribe and click the notification bell to notify when our reaction to the last two episodes are up here on the channel. Big thank you to Prepper for helping us edit down these highlights. And lastly, massive thanks to all of you who have become super sexy rejects by joining our Patreon page. That's where you can catch the full length reaction watch along where you sync up with your own copy of Scott Pilgrim Takes Off. We also cover several things over there exclusively with highlights and watch alongs included. Let's see what this next two are all about. Scott's a horrible person. Yeah, fuck Scott Pilgrim. All right. All right. Dang. You know, the clothes these guys wear in the show are so, so fly. Yeah. Don't you think so, John? They are some of the flyest, but I think I might have seen flyer clothes maybe once or twice in my life. I would like to buy their clothes. Sometimes I like to buy other YouTubers' clothes. Yeah. Like Double Toasted. You know, I think it's important to support YouTube channels that you watch mm -hmm. by buying their merch. I think it's important as well. It's like how John's wearing the oh, hey. Real Rejects merch right here. Who influences the influencers? I like this channel called The Real Rejects, and I wanted to support it, so I got That's this That's a real sweet gesture of you to do. Yeah, I need a little time, man. Real Rejects has shirts that, hey, could be good Christmas presents as well. They're the best Christmas presents. Like they got this Child Protection Services one. Ooh, look at that. Pedro and uh, Baby, Baby Yoda. And then you also got Space Babies of the Galaxy right here. Love those babies. We also have the, the soda shirts. The soda and the snip snips. And then we got all, there's a oh, whole a bunch star, of, yeah. that's a bunch of shirts here. Dude. There's so many. And I hear there's a, a new one, a Christmas one that's being worked on. It's a, kind of a weird one, but it's a, it's a Christmas one. Wow. Yeah. Dang, you got the inside track on this stuff. I do. It's crazy. It's important for me to have Start the leaking the designs. <laughs> Get a hype going out there early. So, guys, yeah, I mean, if you want to just go to, like, www.regenerationshop.com and then um, either gift yourself or gift someone this holiday season while also showing your support for Real Rejects, it's a great way to go about it. Mm -hmm. John, what would you think of these episodes? Oh, goodness. I mean, I wish we could keep talking about ShopRejectNation.com, but I guess we'll talk about the show. Reject.com. That shop boy <laughs> can melt brains. <laughs> seen some of these other intros, people would be like, what is the shop name? And usually I'm like, it's not that hard, but here we are. Yeah. So anyhow, 
rejectnationshop.com. I like these episodes quite a bit. It's you you mentioned at one point that they're really good at zeroing in on the melancholy with the X's, but I think overall they're kind of good at, at zeroing in on this sort of peripheral melancholy that everyone is experiencing to some degree. And so, yeah, I just continue to be sort of drawn in and, and fascinated by the atmosphere they have here because there is like, I don't know, it just everything kind of matches the setting. You know, you're in kind of a colder environment anyway. There is a sort of cold that all the characters are working through. Um, but, but yeah, I don't know. There's also like kind of a, a nice warmth of camaraderie in here and uh, this was quite tumultuous and it makes sense I guess that at episode 6 we would at least have like the main mystery wrapped um, but yeah I mean I've loved uh, you know the, the the first episode we watched with Todd Ingram was just so <laughs> so kind of wild um, and then the who did it episode was was more kind of like focusing in and really getting to the the meat of things. So I think I had a bit more like outright fun with the first episode we watched today, but uh, I'm enjoying just the grace with which all of this is unfolding, really. Yeah, yeah. I really like the documentary one a yeah. lot. Um, I thought the way they messed around with their camera angles on that one, just the, the energy, the vibe of that one, the pacing of it uh, was really to my liking. And uh, just the amount of meta commentary that they were doing on top of all that as well. And then anything playing on like filmmaker mockumentary sensibilities is something that's just going to tickle my fancy. Mm. But uh, even messing with the relationship with Todd and Envy Adams was a really fun thing to, to dish out. You know, like one of the jokes in the movie of the Scott Pilgrim movie uh, with Wallace was like the amount of action this guy can get. Mm. And so to see him like manipulate... Uh, <laughs> Oh, God. Todd and then get fall in love with him and how it's like becoming this destructive part on set and their relationship uh, was a really joyous experience. Yeah. And then it even led to a really cool fight scene with uh, Ramona Flowers, I thought. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I feel like they're not really going to be doing much with Envy. Uh, it seems like she's the one who's not really, I mean, she's not one of Ramona's exes and this is way more Ramona show right now than it is Scott show. Scott will punch her by the end of the series. We'll do that. Let's hope so. <laughs> yes. So we have that to deal with. And yeah, the follow-up episode was still very enjoyable. It was just such a high from the mockumentary one. Yeah. Because I even like when you start off with the rock concert and just like the amount of jokes that they were made. Like, I thought it was just a really funny, fun, expressive episode. And then the follow-up one, I don't know, the Julie character is like, she's enjoyable to me. Gideon is, he's enjoyable to me. I don't quite love watching them. They're, like I said, they're, they're enjoyable, but they're not, they're, they're kind of on the bottom of the list for me. <laughs> Yeah, in a way, I feel like the impact of Audrey, Aubrey Plaza maybe hits a little harder in the live action because she is able to like really bring her so much in her expression and her deadpanness. Yeah. yeah, and like I like what she does here. I like the work here, and I you know enjoy the animation, the character, and all that stuff. But yeah, like I, I feel like she in this medium isn't transposed in as much of a way to like not still feel like you're dealing with like a bit. I don't know, like in the movie, she's a kind of a bit character, but like when you're focused in on her, there's still like a gravity that 
that she's the center of the the moments she's in. Whereas this feels like she's more of just like a regular supporting character who swears a lot. <laughs> yeah, and I like Goose's backstory in the high school. That was a really uh, telling flashback that I it made me care more about him, and it made me find his character significantly more interesting. I liked him and Lucas Lee together. Yeah, that kind bond of is nice. Most yeah of his storyline. Uh, the the part the part of the show that's semi missing for me because we're six episodes in and I and I do think this this part is kind of missing for me is Scott that Pilgrim. is I mean, no, not even that uh, is, is that we have and I, like I like the ending mystery note there are a bit of that like wonder Stranger Things vibes to the mystery unfolding and you know like there's no rules to this world uh, which I enjoy. Everything, everything nowadays is always like, what's the rules? What's the rules? So it's kind of not refreshing to watch something that just embraces. We don't have rules here. Yeah. <laughs> or if yeah. we do, the logic only makes sense to like somebody. Per yeah, per episode to someone behind the camera, and they're not going to tell you what those rules are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which gives it an, an, an anarchic kind of fun spirit that way. Yeah, yeah. So I, I enjoy that about this show. But we've spent so much time getting to know other people, and I, and I kind of just feel like we our main character is Ramona. And if you're going to make that choice, I want to get to know Ramona better. Like we kind of get to know the characters that she's talking to, like the exes we get to know, each one of the exes we get to know better. And then even like hearing about the flashbacks. Yeah. And maybe we'll get that in the last couple of episodes or maybe the last episode. Like, I don't, I don't know. Um, so that is one part of it that I'm like, I do wish that like, a little bit per episode we did get to know her a little bit better. Like, sure, we've seen her in the high school and her story of their stories of falling in love with people. And okay, she's got a fighting background, I guess. And then she was a little bit conniving as a as a sophomore in uh, in college. Sure, uh, but you know, like it works. The structure of keeping Ramona a mystery makes so much more sense when the whole point is it, you're watching it from Scott's perspective. Yeah. And he's uncovering the exes, and then it makes the exes more mysterious, and it makes the game afoot a lot more fun. Mm. But if you're making Ramona the main character, uh, you got to do something to make her a little more interesting. <laughs> yeah, we got to get a bit more personal with her because yeah. it's like all these. Because she's such a dry personality too. Yeah, yeah, and she's such a motivating factor for so many characters, and like I like her presence in the moment. Certainly, like her in the moment presence. But yeah, I would agree. Like like getting feeling like these episodes have each brought us a bit more of an emotional context for Ramona or brought us closer to her in some way. I still feel about as close or distant as, you know, we were kind of from the beginning. From the first episode, yeah. Yeah, and, and yeah, and that first episode when they're, you know, when she and Scott are, you know, having those intimate moments together, those are some of the most tender you get with her. And I like that each episode they take the time to repeat that ritual of her dyeing her hair to suit her, you know, new moods and pursuits and whatever, you know, it, it's not the same <laughs> as uh, spending some additional emotional time with the character beyond the mm -hmm. physical motif. And I know part of the humor of uh, and the sensibility of the Scott Pilgrim world show and movie is there's no real in between from apathy to extremity. Yes, you know, and yeah, yeah, yeah. and so she falls on like everyone from Scott's friends, other than Knives Chow, you know, everyone, uh, Scott like okay, you got like young Neil, like super apathetic, and then you have Knives Chow is like very extreme, yeah, and then the drummer very apathetic, yeah, <laughs> you know, like, totally, totally. So every character Stephen Stills is very emotional, yeah. Every character is from either apathetic or extreme, right? Yeah, 
and Ramona would fall under the apathetic category. Sure. So when this is like a motivating, driving force for her for some unbeknownst reason, even to herself that she doesn't quite understand, you know, uh, it it loses some of that drive. So when you get a slower episode like episode six, yeah. it does show that it's a slower episode in a way that I don't entirely find complimentary. Sure. <laughs> it makes me wonder if, because I, uh, for the most, yeah, five, I would, I would sing its praises like yeah. all day, you know, yeah. I thought everyone was great. Ramona included, you know, everyone's great, but that's a real ensemble thing. Whereas the, the six slows down a lot to focus on two very apathetic characters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And, uh, and then the Gideon backstory was the most interesting part of it. Yeah. It, it makes me wonder if, if that will be an earmark of the binge, because thus far I have felt like most of these stand pretty, I mean, you know, they're compact, so you want to watch a bunch of them, but they stand mm-hmm. pretty solidly on their own. I wonder if that thread may be one that stands more in totality. Like, sure, you yeah, know, yeah. I, I certainly hope and would expect that the next Definitely. two episodes hold some physical and emotional catharsis and, mm-hmm. and you know, developments for Ramona. And so maybe in hindsight those will all register. But I, you know, in the here and now I can't deny that, you know, el- uh, aspect of it. Yeah. And then that rests more on the actual whodunit, which, you know, isn't like, which is the mystery, but it's not like, an impossible mystery, at least right now, because, you know, especially when we get to the end of the episode, and it's like, well, you kind of narrowed it all down, and those are the logical kind of conclusions. Now the question is why Scott did all this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I think this episode certainly kind of leaves you, especially if you're going to take a minute's break, with a couple things that are maybe a little more questionable than just, you know, appreciation. Mm-hmm. As a lot of a lot of the episodes leave me just like appreciating various things, and then this one, yeah, leaves me more contemplating and curious about again what's going to be ahead rather than just what I what's here right now, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I think the first w- one of the most appealing parts about the first episode to me was how its heart and soul and its melancholy really sang high, and I think whenever that's sprinkled in with the comedy, that's when it's working at its strongest. The show. Yeah. is when there is a genuine sense of emotionality. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, no, it's not like I didn't like the, the sixth episode. I just thought it was on the weaker side of a very strong show. Yeah, still yeah. plenty of strengths in the episode, but just not not the one I would identify as the strongest. Yeah, I mean, when, but when you're, like, getting close to the end and it is your whodunit, ep- it is your big, like, who did it episode, I felt like it should have had a bit more of an impact. I'm curious because again, I again, as we've often touched on, like I, I, out of eight episodes, I'm curious about the placement of it as number six for certain of the functions of this, mm-hmm. because we do have two more, and oftentimes I associate like a second to last episode with like, okay, here's some emotional and you know any kind of big physical resolutions, and then next episode we're gonna kind of pay off all of the themes and then set up for the future so this is uh i wonder you know if there's not another big subversion or some other kind of shoe to drop or surprise to come and maybe they're luring us into like a false sense of like okay well we know most of what Mm -hmm. happened and now we just got to wrap it all up you know maybe there's something else here we'll see guys what did you think about the episode leave your thoughts down below uh be sure to subscribe leave a like and hey, let's send this with a patron of the day shout out. Gabriel. We're thankful for you today. You're getting a solo shout out. One of the rare ones. I this know, month. I know. Because there's time. You better be 
thankful, Gabriel, for this. I assume you're in these United States. Even though you're no angel, you are a benevolent, kind person who has been here supporting us. For far too long. For far too long, especially when we, you know, made all those tacky Angel Gabriel jokes that I now regret and will never, ever reference. We were hoping we could pressure you. We were hoping we could, but, you know, you didn't need pressure. You stuck around. You we know? don't follow religion, but we thought it would be funny if we can convert you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we, we care about your soul here at the Patreon. We want you yeah. to be with us during the rapture as we ascend in God's cupped hands, you know, to Valhalla. And we don't want you to slip through, like, you know, the waters of tyranny and idle-handedness, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Gabriel. We want you to be exalted at our side, blessed uh, by the host uh, of the heavenly, uh, you know, promise that Jesus has left for us. This is our way of saying thank you. Thank you, you, Gabriel. On this Thanksgiving month. Yes. If you open your Bible to any any of the Gospels, Jesus had a dinner with his friends. You can pretend like you're having... worst thing you could have done, Gabriel, is is after us making a bunch of (laughs) jokes about angel shit, is then come back and tell us you're an atheist. Because then we're just going to double down. Yep, yep, yep. These are going to be the most pious. By now, you should have known that that's probably the direction we would have gone. Next month's shout-out, we're just going to say the rosary for like yeah. 40s yeah. through the whole thing, you know? How yeah, many yeah, Amaris can we get through? We're going to live stream a mass. Yes. <laughs> you. Yeah, we're going to rent the local <laughs> church out. We're going to invite people. And it's all going to be in your honor. You know? yeah. So I hope you appreciate it. I hope you too. If you don't tune in live, it's going to be really embarrassing, man. But uh, in all seriousness, thank you for being here for so long. It's been a very long time we've been here, man. Yeah. And uh, thank you for not wavering. Yeah, we love you. And I hope to keep you around uh, definitely, for sure, definitely, if you uh, go to heaven with us. So, uh, thank you for being you, and looking forward to coming up with something non-religious next month for you. Lift up your hearts. We'll deliver you from evil, Gabriel.